Do you feel you're being pulled in different directions? You can't find a place between the rhetoric and all those competing voices. You don't know where to turn, don't know what to trust, or you just want to hear a lively discussion about relevant issues without picking sides or all the mudslinging. Well, welcome to the Rock Pile. Join us at Lewis and Oma as we talk about faith, culture, and a bunch of other messy subjects. You can agree or disagree. It'll be lively, likely messy, but we hope interesting. Come on. Come on our journey to understand. No rock throwing, just a rock pop. Welcome. This is episode five of season two. Season two of of the the rock pile. (laughs) So let's just jump right in. We've got San Antonio, Texas, and in Bear County, there is a sheriff that wants to do a lawsuit. Well, he wants to, well, he wants to do some sort of a criminal thing. It's been all over the news, but let's take this off the bottom level and move it up to the our 40,000 foot view. Yes, the overview. Right. Let's do it. Because one can do investigations for anything they want. And you hear all these discussions about jurisdiction and what the issues were and who's flying who and, and a lot of arguments about higher moral ground and someone's did this and the other one did that and hypocrisy and hyperbole and all those things we've oh, talked yes. about. We've talked about that. Yes. And I get it. And for the, you know, for the record, they're important. We're going to step it up to the higher level because we want to talk about something and how these are all interconnected, or at least how we think this is all kind of working. Okay, go for it. And so it's sort of like a, you know. Tapestry. Yeah. Right? Because when you're looking at the front of the tapestry, it just looks so pretty. But when you look at the back at a bigger, broader view of it, you realize how it's all pulled together. Right. And some of the things are connected. And or but they're connected in the ways in which we don't understand. And you know there used to be a show, and it, it may probably still plays. It's called Castle. You remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember the actor's name, but um, anyway, he used to play on Firefly. That's yeah, back yeah. in the day. And uh, so anyway, it was about a, a, an author who had joined a detective police force. Yeah, police force, and they are doing detective work. My point is, remember when they were trying to figure all this out? They had this board. And they oh, would, the big whiteboard. Yeah, and they put all this was. stuff, yeah. and everybody would Sticked kind of throw stuff, stuff on, on it, it and see, yeah. stick stuff on it, and try to find the connections between that event and anybody else that they were do, investigating. It's just, I would right. think it's just a common thing. Yeah. What we're trying to do is get everybody to say, okay, rise above, rise above the, the noise, so to speak, and start asking questions as to how this is connected, if at all, Yeah. or what's it got to do with... What's going on? Because the issue we've been talking about is the why question. Why now? Because we want to attach the uh, question of person's behavior to what's actually transpiring. Not what they're saying, what they're doing. Yes, because if I went to a foreign country, let's just say I'm going to go to Chile. Right. I have to have a visa. I have to have my passport. And that's reasonable. Okay, so let's talk about, since you brought that up, let's talk about reasonable expectations. You know, from a legal perspective, or at least even, let's just start with some assumptions. We can assume that most people over the age of 10, probably a majority of people over the age of 10, understand they live in a country that has borders, that has a government, that has rules they have to follow. We can can agree to that. Most people that are over the age of 10 understand that they leave their country, they have to get permission. Most countries, other than 
and even ours, you have to get permission to go to another country by a visa. Right. Or entering the other country, you have to have some sort of document. So when we went to, uh, we came back and we had a trip. We flew into to Miami. What did the, what did we do? Show our passport. Well, I went to London. What's the first thing I did? Show I showed my, my passport. passport. <laughs> okay. So I had a reasonable expectation that someone's going to ask me where I was from. Absolutely. What country was I a citizen of? That's what they're going to ask me. And whether right. or not they were going to allow me in this country. Right. That was reasonable expectation. So if I come to a country, if you go to Chile, right, and you fly in, and then you get in a car and you say, you know, I want to go to Argentina. I'm just, that's where I want to go. And you get to the close to the Argentinian border and you just toss out all your documents. When you get to that border or you try to avoid the crossing and you go across someplace else and someone catches you or stops you, what's your reasonable expectation? Well, you're going to get detained. And they're going to ask you where you're from. Right. They're they going want to ask paperwork. You. They want everything. Right. And so our reasonable expectation would be if I went to you. Went, should be the same. Should be the same. So if I go to Argentina and I'm trying to get in there and walk around, they're likely going to detain me either prosecute me based on their laws or they're going to put me on a ship or a boat or a plane or a train or a car and they're <laughs> going to ship me back to where I came from. Right. That's, that's, that is a reasonable expectation. That's not they're being mean to me. They don't care about me. That, that, that's not, you're taking that up to the top. So when people come here in this country, a reasonable expectation when you cross the border without papers or with them, you're going to get detained and you're going to likely get shipped back. So let's say you're from Venezuela. No disrespect to anybody from any other country. If I was living there and I wanted to escape, I would be, for, I'd be walking through the, wherever I could to get here too. So, I, yes. I, so we'll put that at the, the bottom. This is, the amount, this is not about disrespecting people or people groups or anything. It's about the fact of uh. if I have to come from Venezuela, I either go across the Gulf on a ship to get to some place close to the United States, like Eagle Pass or wherever I can get out of Mexico and come across. It doesn't matter. But I have to come across either by boat or if I'm coming from Venezuela, I have to cross at least five countries. Now, most of those countries, I don't know if they're just letting you walk across. And that's a lot of miles to walk. So, so who is helping them? Well, that's we, uh, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But... The question then is, okay, so when you hear all this stuff about all these people saying, I flew somebody here, flew somebody there, and this is all criminal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These people are being deceived, et cetera. No, they're not. They're over the age of 10. I mean, I'm excluding anybody that's not, that's, is, is naive. Right. Everybody else knows that they're coming into this country illegally. Right. They know that. And like uh, DeSantis did, he went ahead and had them all sign. Well, what we, from what he from said. From what he said. A paper, they knew exactly where they were going. But the point is, is that they're deliberately putting them into states. Well, okay. Let's, we'll, we'll, let's get, we'll, we'll back up a little bit. So the issue then is they understand that they're here illegally because the person that was in Martha's Vineyard stated the truth. Okay, so being here in, illegally, right? So they understand that their status. Okay, so then if we go up to the top level, what's the reason why we're allowing the government and us by not telling the government through our representatives to stop and fix this? Maybe we are, but they're not doing it. Well, then the next step is move them out and get somebody else in there. 
when it comes November. Yes. And make them do it because they are the only ones that can. They need to enforce the laws that are on the book or change the laws or both. But it's they have to do it. They represent us. They're there by our consent. It's really that simple. Yeah. Okay. So if that's true, that they're not doing anything, then let's get back up to the 40 foot, thousand foot. Why? Why are they not doing anything? It's because they want those individuals to come in here. Okay. And to flood those states. Well, they, well they, they created a crisis. And by creating a crisis, it allows you to be distracted by the crisis. Again, we're just talking up here. People are agree, disagree, whatever, but it is a crisis. And these debates are going on. And it's like we talked about before we came on air. It's like a magic trick. They, you got this coin flipping around and all of a sudden disappears and then it shows up behind your ear. Yes. Right? It's because we're being so distracted by other things that we don't see all the other things. Again, back to the tapestry. We don't see the big picture. So let's talk about why that is. So I was thinking that a lot of it with all these immigration is that they're trying to bring in people and put them into different states to change the demographic of that state because it was predominantly red. Well, it could be. Um, could be that they want to change certain areas by transporting people to specific places so they can pick up uh, house seats. Right. So now everybody say, well, you know, th- yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. No, actually think about it. Get back up to the 40,000 foot level. If I want to have control power in Congress, I have to control the Congress. And I have to control the executive branch. I may or may not have control over the, the Article the Article 3 cat, church courts, but you've heard all kinds of things about packing the court. These individuals are going to retire at some point, and if I can maintain control over the, the Congress and the executive branch, then I get to pick uh, one or two maybe justices, then I flip the court to be more politically aligned with it, then I, at that point, have the the entire government. Um, So part of changing the demographics is that if I can bring in a specific group of individuals and put them in in a a place that's maybe a rural area or more rural than urban, then I can then pick up house seats in those places now, ah, electoral votes. Well, well, you, not this electoral. It, that would be that would be the same if you can change to flip the state. Like, say, if I can flip uh, or uh, Texas to blue or Florida to blue, then I'm picking up these electoral votes that I'm going to have in future elections for president. Right. And so, I don't have to worry necessarily about popular vote, even though I think I can get it. But in this case, I can flip a state. Now, it's. What reason I'm saying that is because look at last uh, or over the last couple of election cycles, look what they've done in 2020 when it comes to the census. Look how much pushback they had about determining whether the person was a citizen or not when they counted and yeah. the lawsuits associated with it. Why would that be? Because the more people I have in my state, regardless of whether they're a resident or a citizen, then I get more house seats. Right. And then I get, potentially, if I can place people in strategic places, and you say, well, who would do that? Back to 40,000 foot level, talk about tapestry, start connecting the dots. If I want to control the government and 
if I'm a liberal progressive and I really want to work inside the, the frames, the, the constitutional framework, because I can't change it because it's too difficult to get everybody to agree to that, then I've got to find a way to work around that. And the yes. workaround is, you know, you have administrative state that's bloated. It is bloated. And it has control. And we see that happen with all these ABC oh, places. So if I can have that and then get the electoral demogra- the changes and ha- fill the house, I control, the, I control the Congress. I then have control the, at least potentially have a better chance of, of maintaining the person in office for the executive branch. And then eventually I'm going to have that, that, the courts. They may take me a decade, but I'll get there. And eventually it'll be a one-party system. Okay, so what is important? What is going on that is significant about the Durham case right now? Okay, the Durham case is going to start next month. Right. Well, it's starting. What everybody's paying attention to is the filings that keep coming up as we go along. And eventually the, the attention is going to be on the Durham case when it starts having uh, trial testimony, witnesses coming in, and you're going to start seeing people throwing each people under the bus. Yes, because and, all these ABC groups are going to be exposed. Right. Well, one so, with, a lot of them. Yeah, some of them. Think, and so remember, there's this is all about setting a foundation. Right. And there, the, you think, well, why would you even waste your time with somebody not telling the truth? The issue is not about the truth telling issue. The issue is about getting testimony getting people to realize they're going to what's coming and they're going to get in this and, and set the foundation so they don't show up in the, any additional uh, right. cases that may or may not be coming. Some people believe that this is the last thing he's done. I can't see a special prosecutor or a prosecutor in that case who's done all this work just to stop with two people who lied to the uh, one of the ABC agencies. I just can't see it. Uh, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But back up to the 40,000-foot level. So that information that's being released is detrimental or at least arguably detrimental to a group of people and back to that tapestry that connects up to the people that have been doing all these things in the past with the russia thing with the uh you know the whistleblowers are coming out you see a lot of those whistleblowers coming up so why are they coming out now next month this case happens Yes. And what's going to happen in the future when some other people get in there and they don't want to be thrown under the bus? They're going to get on this, this bus real Whistleblower. quick. Whistleblower, yeah. Right? They're going to get in and that. So they can get some protection right. from what may, they may be perceiving. These, these people that work they on this see agency, it coming. They, they see it coming. And they, they should. And so remember back in 2000 and, I don't know, uh, 8, 16, 17, when the first whistleblower about Ukraine came out? Yes. One whistleblower... One telephone call, and they impeached the president of the United States. Our try, yeah. Right. They tried. They, well, they impeached. They didn't, yeah, they, they filed the articles of impeach. They didn't tre- impeach him. But my point is, you have all these whistleblowers. And you have all this information, but nothing's occurring. Right. And people say, well, why does anybody do anything? Look who's in charge of Congress. The people that are in charge of Congress are the ones that put these individuals in the, the government. Yeah, there's something bureaucracy. to hide. Yeah. Well, one would say that's, that could be that what it is, or they don't want to have to go in and look at something because their behavior or conduct may be called into question. Absolutely. And they've all said, no, this is this and this is that, and we're finding out those aren't true. Right. Are not necessarily true. And people have actually been on record to the Congress, have actually wrote books, put their names on newspaper po- 
in front of newspapers saying all this stuff is Russia this and Russia that. It doesn't matter whether you like the, the former president. It doesn't matter. No, that's, the fact that's is, not it. They yeah. said this. Well, if they're saying this like the and other things. And it's not true. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. Then we need to ask ourselves, what else have they been, been doing that yes. they've been telling us is not true? Yes. And citizens of a country who give consent for to be governed by the government need the government to be telling them the truth. Now, granted, there's issues that happen that they don't necessarily tell us because for national security or we may freak out. I mean, I get that. But at some point, this stuff that they're trying to tell us is not true. They are making it up. And there's a significance on why they have one guy that they're all focused on. Yeah, they have been. Why? Yes. Why? Well, that's the question. We're back up to 40,000 feet again. So ask yourself the question. This is part of what we're trying to get across here is all we're doing is bringing these issues up and asking people to say, why? Think about it. Just think about the questions about the behavior. Not what they tell you because you get a lot of propaganda. You're getting a lot of people telling on you On both stuff. sides, yes. Oh, on both sides. And that's, uh, that's politics. You understand that. That's a reasonable expectation that they're going to tell you what you, they want you to hear. I get that. But now they're putting together the supporters of him and him together saying, oh, you can't trust any of them. Well, they want you to see. Well, remember, what's it, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. What's the strongest emotion you're going to have against somebody? You hate him. Right. hate on him. So when you hate people, then you're going to re- respond in, the, in that emotion. So if I can keep saying, well, this person's evil or this or this or this. And, and pick it doesn't matter to anybody. They may or may not be. Right. But the fact is, they want you to believe that. Well, anybody associated with them would then be tainted because they want to survive the November. Right. Because if they lose in November, then Katie bar the door. Because it's going to get opened, and then what they're trying to hide, arguably, is going to be brought out. If it's not, and the other people that get in, then they need to come out. Because that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. It looks like they're really terrified of him and the information And this is just one guy. Has. One guy. Yes. One guy. Nobody, no time in my lifetime, in our lifetime, yeah. have we ever seen anybody... Such a smear campaign like this. Yeah. Uh, they do it in politics all the time, but not yeah, at this not level. Not at this level. Not yeah. at this level. And, and now to go after all the people that are supporting him. Well, at it's, least 70 it's de- million. definitely makes you think. And so at least 70 million people. Yes. We had a speech the other day, and they're still talking about it. And you still see the stuff that whistleblowers are coming forth and saying, well, these people are extremists. Why? Because you happen to vote for the party that's not your party? Yes. <laughs> well, if that's true, we're in worse trouble yeah. than we than we, people are imagined. But that's the point of what we're talking about. Listen yes. to what they're saying. They they get what well, they saying because they don't believe it. They're saying it because they want you to believe it. Yes. And what happens is you believe it. These guys are all crazy people. Why? Because I don't agree with somebody. That makes me crazy. Look. I may not agree with all the stuff that goes on in the education, and I have a moral reason to say so, but I have the right to say it. Yeah. That doesn't make me a racist because I don't, I, or pick another pejorative term just because I don't agree with you. Right. But they Makes want, me think of Big Brother. Yeah. And, or, or Wells Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all the other terms he had. You know, but if we, if you don't like something, we're supposed to be able to have a debate and say, this is why I don't agree with yes. you. Yes. But to follow somebody around, and to uh, do what they've done over the last five, six years, 
just seems more pathological than it actually sees political. Yes. So there's got to be a reason behind it. There's a behavior. Yes. That behavior has a motive. Exactly. So the question we're asking everybody is, what's the motive? Yes. So I, encourage, every, that. I mm-hmm. encourage everyone, as we talk about these things, and yes, we're being broad, spec, we're just big, broad brush. We're not telling you how to think. We want you to, we're trying to get all of us, including ourselves, to think about the behavior and what's yes. the motive and just think tapestry. Yeah. Let's start connecting the the dots, dots basically. Yeah. And how are these all connected? Because they all are. They but are. if you get down on the bottom and you start getting emotional about certain things, yeah. and rightly so, you're losing the big picture. So I'm gonna I put some attachments on this uh, this week's or this episode. Um, we have our Telegram channel. If you go there, you'll see the stuff that we watch, so you'll get some information. And I'll try very diligently to try to put things in there that are relevant. Know, that are relevant, and so that you'll see what's going on, and you'll be able to read it, and then you'll understand where we're coming from with all this stuff. And we're not here to convince you to believe one side or the other. No, it just helps you to understand, like you said, what we're doing, what, what we're, we're trying doing. to do. And so, look for those. And I also put some uh, three speeches by. With, uh, different uh, presidents of the United States, uh, Ronald Reagan, Calvin Coolidge, and George Washington. Uh, read them. I would encourage you to read them because they're very encouraging. And it talks about what we're talking about, is pre- being prepared and working together as people. Yes. Until then. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining and sticking with us today. Please subscribe to Karen's Rockpile Podcast. We're on most podcast sites, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, Samsung. Also, our website and spotlighted organization are in the podcast description. Please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know. Join us next week. Until then, stand firm, be the light, and most importantly, pray. Blessings. Blessings.